Hey, Ms. Bahag here, and I hope you are having a great week so far. I decided to finally make a video on this time management productivity system or planner that has finally worked for a little bit longer than most do. I don't ever expect one type of planner or productivity system or app to work for me forever. I see it as something that you use in seasons, but this one has surprisingly stuck for a little while. It's uh, a video that I decided to make on my Podmahal YouTube channel, uh, reviewing the planner itself, but also what I love about it is you don't need the actual planner. You can do it on any piece of paper. It's really just this mindset and system, which is really what I love about it. I wanted to play the audio for you. If you wanna go check out the video version, click the link in the description, make sure to subscribe and show some love if you enjoy it and leave a comment there. It'd be great to hear from you and hear your thoughts. But if you want to keep listening to the audio version, here it is. I hope you enjoy it. Have you had a tough time sticking with any productivity system or any planner that you find? Because I have too. It's something that I like to bounce around from thing to thing. And I found one that I actually decided to stick to. It's actually been working for me and so I wanted to share it with you. It's not my method or strategy. It is something that Cal Newport developed called the time blocking system. And uh, the reason that I love this system is yes, you could get the planner that he has made specifically for this, which I have and I'll share it with you to show you what it looks like. It's something that you can do on any old piece of paper, um, which makes it extremely accessible. And I personally sometimes prefer over using this planner, I like doing it in my normal notebook or journal because it's already in line with when I'm writing and free writing and planning and things like that. So it's been about five months. I started this experiment on February 24th, 2022, and it has evolved. It's changed. Um, there's things that I like about the system. There's things that have stuck with me and that I will probably keep doing. But then there's things that I use sparingly. It's stuff that I use maybe in a season, in a very busy project time period where I'm like, okay, let me use this specific part of the system. Um, but I've really found my own and so I wanna share it with you. So basically, if you look inside this planner, um, there are tasks and ideas tasks and I dusty on one side you've got tasks and ideas which i think is really cool you just kind of brain dump all of your ideas in a bullet fashion i found that to be most useful for me i found if i try to go straight to time blocking over here my brain kind of freezes up i don't want to waste the space and i just think about it too hard so i like to brain dump all of the ideas in one spot first and then this area is basically structured for you to be able to write 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12, 1, 2, 3, and so on. I also like that there is a limit. It's like, you know, 12 lines, 14 lines or whatever to where like the most useful thing that this allows you to do is see how much time you actually have available. And so when you take a task, let's say I'm like, okay, I got a podcast with my buddy Bryce for Human Evolution Project. That podcast block will go maybe, okay, 12 to 1. And now if I'm, let's say, like working from nine to five or 10 to six, you can see realistically, this is how much time I have to block out. It also forces you to take a look at any task that you have and assign it a guesstimate of how long it could take you because you do have to guess when you put it down into this block system. So I know you see four columns here, uh, but basically the real way to do it is just 
split the page in half. These four columns are here to allow for more space or give you more iterations if you choose to, um, or give yourself notes here. But typically, let's say you're using a legal pad of some sort and you draw a line down the middle. One side, the left side, is going to be your plan. What is your to-do list? You're thinking of all the things you have to do, you block it out, and you do draw kind of squares around stuff, like, okay, this was on a holiday, for example, but you draw a square around the length of time that block will take you. Um, and then the right side is typically like your done side. So after you have actually completed the task, you write down when it actually happened. And so let's say that podcast went according to plan. It was 12 to 1. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do admin from 1 to 2. But I didn't actually end up doing it 1 to 2 because that podcast afterwards, we started talking and we actually got off at 1.45. So now in my planner, instead of freaking out and being like, oh no, I'm not on track with you know what I was gonna do it gives you the freedom to be like okay your plans do evolve and change you have curveballs that are thrown at you from left and right and so you have to be able to adapt and be okay with that so you get to see the difference between what your plan was for the day and then how it actually went down and that is a very important data I found um, which allowed me to iterate and be like oh, okay it's been a week now and I've been procrastinating on this thing why right it gives you something to actually actually look into instead of just letting it all be in your head. So now that I've explained this whole system to you, let me dive into what I learned from it because I started on February 24th and the thing that it made me do was really track every single minute. I was conscious of how long I was spending on everything. I actually have a digital version that I created as well um, that I use at the same time as I do the planner. In fact, I use that system way more uh, than sometimes I use this, but it was inspired from this whole time blocking system. And it's basically when I go to actually start any task, I hit new in my Notion template, uh, and it creates kind of a timestamp. So there's the name of the task, there's uh, the time invested into the task, and then there's a column for notes, there's a column after that, which is uh, when it was actually created. So the second I hit new, it creates this timestamp that's like, okay, 4.30. So it's a little bit more exact for me to be able to see, okay, at 4.30 I did admin, and okay, what time am I done? Okay, 4.45, took 45 minutes, and so I put that in my time invested area. Um, I know that's nerding it out to a degree that a lot of people won't do, which is why I'm uh, explaining the um, you know, time blocking system, because you quite frankly don't even have to get this journal to do it. Um, you can use whatever piece of paper that you have available to you, but ultimately what it does, if you're somebody like me who makes these endless to-do lists that is humanly impossible to actually finish in one day and you're left disappointed with oh man i'm never doing enough instead of that feeling over and over you get to see what you are actually doing and sometimes getting to acknowledge and give yourself credit for the things that you do which you're like okay i spent one hour on errands and house stuff or whatever it might be so instead of at the end of the day you're like man where did the time go whatever you're like okay i actually know where it went and it was something that was worth it or it was something that 
wasn't so worth it and maybe next time how do I avoid doing that and stick to my plan. So typically I'll be using that notion system where I hit new and it creates that new line item for me and then I also use this time blocking planner at the same time. I typically like to do this the night before so you get everything out of your head and plan out the day a little bit ahead of time so when I wake up at the very least I have a brain dump of all the tasks and ideas written down. I don't have to maybe have it all blocked out but at least the tasks and ideas and something that it teaches you is with each task that you do try to guess how much time it's going to take so put next to okay film this video or do this podcast i'm going to budget 75 minutes i'm going to budget 90 minutes um, that way when you go to actually block this stuff out um, on the page you know how long it's going and you realistically see how much you actually have left. I'll be quite honest with you, the thing that I never do is actually do the other side where after I'm done the task, I write down and graph out the time that it actually happened. The version that that's evolved to for me is the digital Notion template. I always, uh, I almost never forget when I'm doing a new task to write down, okay, this is what it took uh, afterwards. I always have an idea of that. Uh, I just don't do it in this planner. Um, I mainly like it for the initial planning process and for the changing part of it. So if for the night before, I wrote down in this first column all the stuff that I kind of got to do. If the night before I wrote down everything I have to do in the first column, then the next column is maybe my next iteration of it. Okay, never mind. I want to move this over here and here. And not necessarily the way Cal Newport intends, which is after, as you're kind of doing the task you are moving stuff in real time. And it gives you some agility in your planner, which a lot of them don't do. If you start paying attention to some planners, like they have small, small spaces, which makes it so hard to be like, oh, this is what I'm committing to in this space. And if that's not what you're doing, it feels like you wasted the space. So that's why I don't like a lot of planners. Um, this one I like because of how simple it is, how it's structured and how it gives you a lot of customization. Two, I like it because you don't need the planner at all. You can do it in your own journal. The thing that I really wish was a little bit different about this was the binding and whatnot. It is very annoying. Like it's not something that just stays open when you keep it open. You'll see it, you know, flopping closed. Um, and I don't know, there's something to this part of it that I feel could be a little different or more notebook-like. So it's more attractive to use in that sense. I think this does go to, let's see, it goes to 13 weeks. Okay. So there's 13 weeks and basically it's structured like day one, two, three, seven. And then you, at the end of the week, you basically get to have this page that says the week ahead. So it's typically recommended that on a Sunday or something, you brain dump everything you might have for the upcoming week. That way you can carry these tasks over. You can move them over. Once I have them in this week format, now when I'm doing it day to day, okay, now I know what goes into my tasks area here which is the thing that then goes into my blocking area over here. So I really like how it's, a, it's spending time really evaluating some of the tasks that you're doing, knowing it inside out, how long will this take? What things do I actually need to accomplish it? Um, and if you pair this with the digital version of it, the Notion type of template that I'm talking about, you can make your own version of this sheet. Remember, like I said, it's the name of the task, the time invested, notes, and then the time that task was actually created 
which signals when I began or initiated that task. Um, the other thing I love about that system is sometimes I'll hit new and then I get sidetracked and I don't actually begin that task, right? And instead of deleting that line item, I leave it there and I hit new again so that I can see, okay, that was an attempt at sitting down to start working, but then I didn't initiate. And so if that's happening a lot for some reason, I can very quickly at a glance be like, wow, that was a very distracting day. It gives me some realistic data as to like, oh, what do my Mondays look like? What do my Wednesdays typically look like? Um, I remember after four weeks of doing that, eight weeks, 12 weeks, I would review some of this stuff. And then now that it's been five months, I do it a little more casually to where the actual time blocking, physical handwriting version, I do when I want to get away from the digital bullet lists and stuff that I create. And even though I have fell off with maybe the actual Cal Newports system here, um, the thing that I have not stopped using and have not really ever missed a day of in the past five months is that digital version that I created. Something that I left out, which is really important, is he has this thing called a scheduled shutdown complete, um, which is an actual, uh, you know, like section in his planner that he kind of has where it's like a box that you check when you're actually checked out and done work. And that has been something that I've struggled with, which is why I didn't emphasize it in this video. I'm working on it, but it does when I do it correctly at whatever time, it allows me to be like, okay, work is done. And if do something does need to be reopened, if an emergency comes up, instead of being like, oh, I'm in this never ending vortex of work, it's like, okay, I've already shut down, but I am opening up for this specific purpose. And then I can go back to being shut down. There's something mentally that uh, this shutdown complete thing does. And he shared that it's resonated a lot with his audience as well. So um, just that concept, is something you can use. Again, you don't have to use the actual uh, planner that he's made. Start by actually just doing this on a normal piece of paper and doing it for a couple days. Try it for the day ahead or the day after. You'll notice, I think, a relief in your brain and the weight that some of these tasks can have on you because it's now somewhere and you might wake up and feel frazzled, but instead of keeping it in your head and having to think all over what you have to do again and feeling behind when it's not following your Google Calendar, you have adaptability, you have room to maneuver, and this system allows for enough reflection so that you get to see, do I like how I'm spending my time? Was that worth it or do I not? And what is making some of these things take longer than I wanted it to? Or what is working that allows me to complete these tasks faster than I thought it would? It opens up a series of questions that you normally wouldn't really be able to ask or answer until you actually came in. Uh, how you are spending your time. So the same way in the fitness world, uh, when you have a coach or trainer, they ask you, hey, fill out a food log. Tell me everything you're eating before I can actually tell you, hey, here's what you should eat or here's how we should restructure some of what you're doing. Um, you need that raw data. So just like we track our money, we track what we eat sometimes, we track our workouts. Doing that with your time is probably the most, the biggest ROI you could get because it's free. It's something you're gonna spend anyways. We all have a 24 hours we're given at the beginning of each day and we all have to spend it. We're forced to. You don't get to 
save that time in some way and then like stack it on to the next day and now you've got 36 hours, right? Um, at the end of the day, we reset and we have 24 hours to spend. And ultimately, a lot of the things that we wanna do, whether it's starting a new podcast or a new blog or applying to new jobs or you know searching for homes, whatever your thing actually is that you wanna accomplish, it just doesn't happen until you create more time and you become a little bit more aware of how what's your relationship with time because it's a very personal thing people who have kids or are working three jobs at once i mean i've i've worked three to four different places at one time and you know some time blocking strategies and stuff wouldn't be relevant to me if i'm in that position um and so how you plan and how you maneuver your to-do list and things like that is a very personal thing. So I hope this system shared uh, some of that with you today. And it gave you this idea of like the first step to making more time and to um, maximizing it towards some of the stuff that you want to is by being aware of where it's going in the first place. And so whether you use the time blocking system that I highlighted from Cal Newport, or you make a version of that digital notion template or spreadsheet that I kind of mentioned. Um, doing this for a period of time, even if you don't do it forever, I think doing it for four weeks, eight weeks is a great, great idea for you to see your patterns, your rhythms, and uh, how you like to work. And you know, uh, ultimately that understanding about yourself and how you tick is what allows you to lean into it and sprint and get ahead when, you know, uh, you really feel it. And when you're not, it allows you to be like, okay, let me be, okay, not cut that. So anyway, I hope this video was really useful in giving you a couple different systems for productivity and planning um, that you can apply to make more time ultimately for what matters to you. I don't care what you uh, make this time for. It doesn't have to be for recording more podcasts, but I know a number one objection that has come up all the time and this isn't true in any service and in any industry is gonna be time, right? A lot of the time, this excuse of not having enough time is actually true. We feel like we don't have enough time. And so to smash that belief or to actually begin a process of cultivating more time so that you can allocate it towards what you want begins with some sort of time auditing or blocking or planning. So I hope some of these strategies resonated with you. Make sure to check the links out in the description um, to check out some of uh, these resources. And if you have any questions at all or any thoughts, I'd love to hear them in the comments. If you enjoy this video, save some of these for later. I think you'll like them too. Um, but thanks for hanging out. I'll see you next time.